the slider on my mic is broken. And I have no idea if I'm being heard right now. This is distressed I have. Uh, I can hear you. Oh, there we go. Wait. Oh, here we go. Speak. I can hear you. Put your mic. See if you put your mic down. Welcome to... Nope. Try the other one. <laughs> Is that better? That's much better. There we Here go. we go. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to the stupidest radio show on the planet, also known as The Dispatch. It's a show where nothing works, and the mics are broken constantly, and I'm never prepared, and... what? No, never mind. Welcome to The Dispatch, everyone. Uh, I am Tom Wilson. <laughs> um, I'm your host for today and for every day, and... Well, what about today? Today is June... We are in June today again. It's a beautiful weather outside. So much so that I wore jeans because I don't trust Scottish weather. Being from the world's biggest sandpit, <laughs> I don't trust Scottish weather. So I was like, why don't I wear jeans out? And that was a massive mistake. My legs are like sweating. <laughs> so, and I chose to wear a hoodie on top of that. So now, yeah, so now I'm wondering why I should be in shorts now, but I mean, then I know it's going to rain later. In your defense, it did pour. Like, a couple hours ago. It did. I was in my flat and looking down, I was like, should I wear shorts? And I was like, actually, you know what? No. Because the wind was, like, battering every tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you can guess, we have another guest back. No more am I alone in the studio like I was last week, going back to the old days of me being absolutely just alone. And we're back with guests. So, hello, Kieran. Hello, Tom. <laughs> so, I'm going to do this. This is what I do with every guest, so... Tell us who you are. Well, tell us your name. Tell us... This is going to be a tough question because you're the first person on this show to actually have no answer like me. Where you're from. <laughs> so I'm throwing this curveball because I know how it feels to be asked this. <laughs> and Well, you study and your credit card details. Specifically that last part. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see when we get there. <laughs> um, my name is Kieran. I... Um, from the world. Um, <laughs> I'm from the U.S. originally, like, my whole family's from there, but I grew up overseas, mainly in Africa, um, and I didn't actually live in the U.S. until I was 16. Um, so that's my standard answer. Um, and I study international relations, and I am currently writing my dissertation. Oh, you're in fourth, you're in, well... I'm in my fourth year, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Kieran is like me. To all of you who have actually met me, and they're like, where are you from? And then I give you the biggest non-answer. Like, only now can I give an actual answer of, I grew up in Oman because my parents have actually settled there. And they're <laughs> not going to leave. And they're permanently settled. So, now I can say that. Yeah, but mine I'm, haven't done that yet. Yeah. <laughs> mine are still moving around. So, to all of you who are like, give us a simple answer. In my first year, I'd give them like, do you ever have like that whole thing where you're like, how can I cut this short? Yeah, I typically just kind of go with American and see what their reaction is. If they ask more, they're like, where in the U.S. that I have to explain? Yeah. But it depends on who I'm talking to. Because <laughs> it's like, I'll say like, uh, my first year when my parents weren't settled, because they were meant to like move to France, whatever, the whole thing. They were meant to move somewhere else. Um, and they're like, well, where are you from? And I'd go, oh, I'm half Belgian, half English. But I'd leave it at that because I'm like, oh, I don't want to make it, like, like too much, otherwise it's weird, whatever. Yeah. I was, like, feeling, like, kind of self-conscious about it. And I'll meet someone. They'll be like, oh, cool, I'm from Belgium. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and they go, oh, where are you from? Like, oh, my, my family's from, like, the French, like, the city called Liège. It's like, oh, right, yeah, I got some friends. Have you gone to this thing? I'm like, <laughs> no. Or then I'll be like, the worst thing is when I say England. 
Mm. Because then people assume that I know everything. I only found out this year what Colin the Caterpillar was. Oh, the cake. Yeah. I thought it was an actual caterpillar until we get to a judo <laughs> social and there's a cake on the table. I go, where's the caterpillar? Uh. And they point at it. Because I have no <laughs> clue. Like, this, a- even this accent is, like, nondescript. Like, I mean, my accent changes I was going to well. say. Like, it can go quite British and it can go quite American. <laughs> yeah, I made the mistake of asking Kieran if she was so... Like, I, I was going to say South Africa today when I saw you. And then I just, last minute, just went, nope, nope. I remember this. I remember. So... Getting into that, actually, first off, before we get into that, how were Iceland and the Highlands? Tell me about your trips. <laughs> they were really good, actually. Iceland was like a bucket list trip, and it was me and, and one of my friends, um, and we like tried to keep it cheaper, because Iceland can be... <laughs> Did you go Lauren? Expensive. No, but I met Lauren there, okay, because yeah. I knew Lauren was going. I went with um, another friend, but like a couple weeks before, I was on shift with lauren and she was like oh i'm going to iceland and i was like oh i'm going to iceland and it just happened that we were going at the same time um so we did go and spend a day together at the blue lagoon which was really funny oh that sounds awesome. <laughs> um but yeah no it was really nice like i would really recommend anyone to to go and like get get a car definitely because like we stayed in the city because we didn't want to rent a car the whole time because it's more expensive hmm. um but like we stayed in the city longer than we think we needed to were you in Reykjavik? Reykjavik, yeah. Um, but it was really easy. Like, the whole country is made for tourists, um, pretty much. And they were doing this fun tradition that we hadn't heard about until afterwards, where, like, apparently in Icelandic, like, high school, like, the oldest, like, the final year um, before they graduate, like, they all get dressed up in, like, onesies and costumes and parade around Reykjavik and do, like, challenges. And so we were just, like, seeing people in full-out, like, Winnie the Pooh onesies and, like, stuff. And we were like, we don't know what's going on because they're obviously teenagers and they're just walking around and, like... Um, so that was funny in that Reykjavik. awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was really good. We packed, like, a lot into seven days. What was the weather like? Amazing. Um, I brought a heat wave <laughs> and I also brought a heat wave to the Highlands. Both places were about 20 degrees. That's um, good. Got, oh, yeah. I've got sunburnt now in Iceland and the Highlands and I grew up in Africa and that's a depressing statement. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm going home on the 22nd. It was, do you know, like, the like if you check, because you probably noticed, like, from Africa, how, like, the weather will say one thing. Yeah. But it's a bit like here. Like, the weather will say one thing, but it usually feels colder. Yeah, I don't even look at the weather apps. <laughs> I mean, I checked mine because I was like, okay, well, let's see. And it said, like, 36 degrees. I'm like, that doesn't seem oh. right. I'm like, we're in June. That seems low. Yeah, for And I long. checked, and it was, like, feels like 47. Oh, humidity. Like, Is Oman humid? Yeah. Oh, humidity. But it's, like, a dry humid. I hate humidity. Yeah, it's it's... Like I'm gonna melt off the because mm. I've gotten used to this. Like I said, I was I should have worn shorts today. <laughs> yeah, but, you get really used to it. Like everyone else in Iceland was like clearly American tourists, and they were in like four jackets and like, and I was in a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> it was fine. Where'd you like? So you went from Reykjavik. Where'd you go after that? Do you go like to? Like, I don't really. I want to go to Iceland because we're like so close. Yeah, but I've never actually been, so I don't know that much. Well, cheap flights and direct flights, so would recommend. But um, is we went. So we were staying in hostels, and we didn't want to, like, move around too much because we weren't camping or anything. Like, I know Lauren, they stayed in the van, so, like, they had a lot more mobility. But, um, so we stayed in Reykjavik, and then we just had our second base in, like, Vic, so we went south east (laughs) so we went um all the way, like, we went pretty much halfway around the country because we were planning on doing, like, the whole ring road, but, like, that it actually is a lot more driving than we were thinking, and we wouldn't have had much 
time to stop in places. So we like focused on like the southeast coast because that's where a lot of the things we wanted to do were. Um, so yeah, we based ourselves in in Vic and then drove like a couple hours outside of it for other things we wanted to do. But like that's where all the like typical like the Diamond Beach and the big waterfalls and like all that is kind of down there. Because I don't. The only thing I really know about Iceland, apart from the fact that like it was supposed to be named Greenland and Greenland was supposed to be named <laughs> <Yeah>. Iceland. <laughs> And the like mud baths, mm. is that in, that that's in Iceland, right? The mud baths, probably. Well, like it's it's was it like no. there's like good mud to, be, I'm sure they're in like multiple places. Yeah, maybe I'm getting this wrong. I mean, but, Iceland, like the Blue Lagoon and stuff, like it's got a really high concentration of like um, high mineral water, which is what the like Blue Lagoon is. So I wouldn't be surprised if they've got mud baths. We just didn't. For they had like natural them. hot tubs. Yeah, natural hot springs. There you um, go. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's the one. That's the <laughs> one. I don't know why I said mud baths. <laughs> Just hot tubs or mud baths. Um, yeah, no, we didn't go in any, but I know Lauren was telling us about, like, because you have to, like, hike, and it's literally just, you have to find just a stream. Like, there's no, like, pathway or guide. Like, it's, like, there's a lot of just natural streams that you could just get in, but we didn't do any of that because, I don't know. We did other things. <laughs> that's fair. How did you find the waterfalls then? They were cool. We literally were, like, chasing waterfalls. We saw so many. Was um, it, like, green then? Like, was it, like, very green or...? Yeah. Um, no, it was It was green and it was really sunny and there were lots of baby animals, which was one of our highlights. We just everywhere. There were, like, lambs and sheep and the horses. It was great. <laughs> Did you have, like, Icelandic food there or...? No. <laughs> no. No. That was one thing neither of us were particularly eager to try. Um... It's a lot, I, don't, I feel like a lot of Northern European food is not great. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I feel, too fair. And I came here, I was like, I'm going to try Mm-mm. Scottish food. And I saw what it was, and like, with it's all due respect beige. to anyone that's Scottish. It's all beige. Yeah, it's all beige. <laughs> it's all like, like um, at sc- I was in French school for like, before I went to Oman. And they give us, it's like beef stew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, I it's like you know, like imagine it's always like chewing gum, but like you couldn't like chew it. You oh. you couldn't chew it, and then you try and swallow, it, but like it obviously wasn't chewed. School food is just not. Saw two kids about to choke on like on, like, on I was like, what is going on? Like I just looked at my food. That's that's probably why I'm so skinny. So I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I'd rather be skinny than die. Yeah. See, the only food that I knew about in Iceland was because so my mom um, has a really really good like family friend. I've never actually met him, but he's Icelandic. Um, and the old, and so she's been and the only food that i know of is like their like fermented shark which is like basically they have this shark that it's really poisonous and so they bury it for like a very specific amount of time and then they can eat it and all i have to ask is like how many trest runs do they have to do where someone <laughs> ate it and then like died and then they were like okay two more days and then ate it that's why i talked died. about my dad like <laughs> it's like when when people discovered like you know like you go home you cook and you're like okay i'm gonna cook chicken tonight yeah and you know that you know you don't want to burn it, and you know you don't want it on the cook. You don't want salmonella. Yeah. But how did they figure that out? Like <laughs> it's the wh- same like who mur- who thought to milk a cow like the first time? Oh, like there's so many things. Whose idea was that? <laughs> That's actually a great point. Oh my god, I'm gonna bring that up. How how do you just go up to like like do you think it was an accident? Or do you think it was like some kid? No, being, I'm like, sure they saw like. You see, like, a baby cow, like, drinking it, but I don't know who then thought, let me try that as well, like... Because <laughs> then they went and did it with all other animals. Like, who thought to milk a camel, of all things? Like I've had camel milk. Exactly. I've had camel chocolate. But who, what the hell is camel chocolate? Camel chocolate's not that it bad. It sounds like camel 
shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just like. Is it just chocolate made out of camel milk? Yeah. Okay. That, it's 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 okay. Same. Camel meat is. Mm. Mm, I've never. No. I'm I'm not big on the exotic meats. My dad and my brother have eaten quite a lot of them. I think I've eaten alligator. Crocodile, not alligator. Ooh, crocodile. how's that? I don't know. I don't remember. I was a child. Fair. I've beca- I've been vegetarian since I was like twelve. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah, my dad and stuff has has gone for the the like game meat, so zebra, kudu, all that stuff. But he must have loved it in Africa then. I think mean, like I mean, he loves Africa. Yeah, he's they both. My parents lived thirty years overseas. Um, my mom's still overseas, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna get to the overseas bit, like. In a little bit, but <laughs> how? Because we have literally like not. I wouldn't say at all same upbringings, but like the similar. Like I feel third like I understand. Vibes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I literally wrote that down. I wrote down third culture kid as a bullet point. Mm-hmm. But like, because like I feel like the first time you told me that, and you were like trying to like like explain, and you started like going on. I was like, it's a, Kieran. <laughs> I understand. You don't have to. I know. I know the feeling just as much. Yeah. About having to move nonstop. But yeah, um, how about the Highlands? How was that? Was that before or after? That was after. Okay. We only got back. What day is it today? Today Today it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah, we only got back on like Monday, Monday or Tuesday. So we we just went. Like, um, it was really nice. We again got really really good weather. Um, and it was really nice because I didn't have to plan anything or do anything. Like I was just kind of invited because there was space. Um, and I didn't have to drive or like deal with housing or anything, so that was nice. Um, shout out to Shelf who did drive the whole thing, which was a lot of driving. Um, no, it was really good. So we started we started here, obviously, um, and we went up past Inverness and around that way, um, finishing in Glasgow, pretty much. Um, and it was just like stunning. Like the weather was so nice, and like the like every we would like just constantly be like we don't feel like we're in scotland like this should be in like greece or like this should be in like croatia like it's insane because it's just like blue water just everywhere and um yeah no it's just stunning and it's only kind of solidified my desire to go live in the middle of nowhere that's fair (laughs) i was thinking like myself what's like because i want to be a journalist but like and, like, my dream is to be, like, I don't know what, not to be, like, but a similar thing to, like, what Anderson Cooper is doing. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, a primetime slot. But really, like, also look at people that live, like, in the middle of nowhere, like, by themselves. And, like, that looks also really good. Yeah, I, I think I would definitely, like, that is a very much a possible future for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to, like, hibernate. Like, I, I'd be living in, like, I don't know, like, at, like Atlanta or New York or something, and I'll be like, "Right, guys, see ya, see you in why three did, months." Why Atlanta? I don't know. It's where CNN's based or something. I don't know. In Atlanta? No, it's where CDC is based. <laughs> I don't think the you CDC. Need. The CDC is based in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do a piece on the CDC and get, contract like a new virus. Oh. I'll, be, I'll be patient. I'll take that off my bucket list. Be patient zero. For, like, this That's new on disease. your bucket list. Not then? really. Okay. But. <laughs> I, I mean. Is that, like, a good thing if you're patient? No. It's no. Not good. It's not, no, it's not a good thing, but, like, okay. No. If you meet someone and they go, hey, I was a co-patient zero for COVID, are you mad at them? Or probably. are you? But they, what, they probably didn't know they were co- Well, yeah, in that case. But, like, there's also so many, with COVID, there's so many other, like, things. And, like, again, my parents work in public health and I study. Oh, <laughs> I've studied yeah, anthropology, okay. so, like. Okay, you know what? I'll let you speak on that. I was cause... in, yeah, I was in, I remember sitting in anthro class in my second year in a lecture with a medical anthropologist who specializes on cases in China 
in like December of 2019, so right before COVID hit. Oh, that's fun. And he was literally telling us about how the COVID outbreak in China, and then like none of us thought it was a big deal. <laughs> like none of us, but like there's a lot of things with that as well because like it came from the wet markets, like a lot of the diseases do. And there's so many like socioeconomic things with that in terms of you can't shut them down. Yeah. And so you can't even like no, you can't blame the person who contracted it first um, or whatever. You have to blame like yeah. the economy and health system. Oh, definitely. In general. Do you think the f- person that contracted it first, like if they're still alive, <laughs> do you think like assuming assuming they're still going, assuming they didn't actually die from it, oh. do you think like I feel so guilty? Like even if though it's not you know it's not your fault that like it spread to a pandemic like. If you yourself, as patient zero, not, like, just, like, isolated yourself. I'd feel... I'd feel awful. I think I'd feel guilty, but I'm also just kind of, like, a, um... Oh, what's the word? You can swear on this show, so you can... I mean, I wasn't going to swear, yeah. but... <laughs> uh, I've gone people, like, saying, um, and I'm like, you can swear, and they'd just be like, yeah, fuck the world. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that too, but I've, I'm trying... I forgot the word for it, but, like, I'm quite, like, a... Like fatalistic or something of like i just i generally think the worst thing's gonna happen anyway that's what so i think if i'm like patient zero like i wouldn't feel that bad because i'd be like someone else would have gotten it it would have happened at some point exactly yeah <laughs> i grew up with the most pessimistic dad like yeah. <laughs> in everything like anything that can go wrong no p- my parents are both pessimistic in two different ways <laughs> my mom is pessimistic in that something is gonna go wrong by like, any moment and my dad is pessimistic when it comes to sport so any moment right. that I'm just like like oh cool I'm gonna hang out with my dad and I'm gonna watch like I don't know some some football match I probably won't care about and then he's gonna be like we're gonna lose I'm like no please don't say this see my parents neither of them are terribly pessimistic so I'm incredibly pessimistic but I just call it kind of realistic that's fair because then I tend to you know things tend to go the way that I think they're gonna go <laughs> which I'm gonna annoy you by me- saying thank you Morgan Thal <laughs> <laughs> I mean kind of I don't know if I agreed with him more than Waltz, but... I called him, I, I called him, like, I would told you about me going on about gorillas in my first tutorial. <laughs> but, listen, I was right. I, I'll stand by this, I was right. But I had another time, they were like, do you agree with Morgenthau? And I was like, he sounds like he needs to relax. To be fair, I feel like I would agree with Waltz more. Because you've got defensive and offensive. Yeah, exactly. And I agree yeah. with offensive. Well, actually, that's not true. I feel like they both make sense. I was writing down my notes, and I just I write like these side things. And I'm just like, Walt isn't too bad, but yeah. Morgenthau sucks. Oh, they're both insane. Yeah. But, um, and then if you have to think about as well, like in the U.S., they pretty much only teach realism if you're studying like IR. It's insane. <laughs> and they're all like theories that the rest of the world does not care about. Or oh no, exactly. <laughs> like, I look like literally like Oman is like, Oman just tries to make friends of like everyone because they're like, we have. I, on, my, on the show a few weeks ago, I said something I shouldn't have, and <laughs> as you know, that you probably grew up. Did you grow up with any like like? How how do I say this? Because apparently, governments. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, because apparently, my dad has told people from like his gym and stuff to listen to the show, <laughs> which I wasn't told about until I said something stupid about an institution. Yeah, which which if any Oman is listening, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I don't know how to form um, this. Like, he just shook his head. Sorry. I did not. That is not true. I'm out. going to... So, Kieran has lost the ability to speak. Um, <laughs> Salam alaikum. Marhaba. Kef halik. Alhamdulillah. Hello, how everyone. How are you doing? I love 
Oman. I love it. It's my, it's my home, right? Jalalat Sultan, right? I love the, you know, the anthem. Uh, I did not say these things. Wow, you're back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know the power I have with this box? I can literally, like, mute you. Uh-huh. I'm not going to. Carry on. Did you grow up with any t- these types of governments? No. I mean, yes, but also, like, they weren't ever my government, so it didn't really matter. Like, my mom... Um, was a diplomat, so... Oh, oh, you're a diplomat. I've oh, got diplomatic immu- immunity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can say whatever I want. My friend's dad just was speeding on the motorway. He was going, like, 140, and I was just like... Because we were late for something. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? He was defense attache. And he's, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? It's fine. He's allowed. <laughs> yeah, you, you went, I'm, I'm good. Like, what are you going to do? Stop me? Yeah, pretty much the cops, like, don't really ever... Or shouldn't pull you over. To be fair, how much can I say? I've done, my dad called me after the show and like, you have to like not say that because like, I put them on Spotify just because like for any future employers, like, look, yeah. I did this. It's not like an ego thing. It's just like, what's They're up? They're on Spotify. Yeah, and he was like, you got to delete that part, <laughs> and it's just deleted. Like you don't even even hear me say it. Like yeah. like like there is no proof. Like yeah, I no. didn't say anything. Right? Yeah, I love this country. <laughs> right, we're gonna talk about more being. Um, you'll see that like having like and i've lost the ability to use a mouse that happens a lot so i'm gonna improvise while i get this mouse back you'll find that like playing music gives you like a nice little needed break so otherwise we go into like the most like although i love the random conversations why is it not working there we go the most random conversations but i find that music calms the soul so you picked a song called bang by ajr <laughs> which i listened to uh when you were working and i really liked it so yeah. tell me why you picked it is there any particular reason? Because I like it. That's a very fair reason. Yeah. That's a very that fair reason. the first one I thought of. That's good, though. When you asked. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right, so we'll play Bang by AJR. Uh, remember, if you're listening um, on Spotify, they will obviously be not on Spotify because I'm not ready to receive a copyright thing, which I almost did. Yeah, um, <laughs> Uh So, yeah, pause, listen to it. It's a very nice song. Kieran is good music tastes, which... You know, better than some of the rest of you that have come on this show. That's not true. You've all got good music. All right. See you in a few minutes. Bye. Bienvenue tout le monde. Revienvenue euh, au dispatch sur la radio Saint Andrews. Mon siège est trop bas, donc je dois le lever. Ah merde. Ah putain. Ah, ok. Si vous êtes confus, est-ce que pourquoi Merde. Ah, my French sucks. It's like I need, I need, I need, I need a good five days. I went back in February. I need, I need five days. I'm the exact same. I need five days, and five days, I'm just completely fluent, and I won't have any conversation. But I trip over myself. Anyway, so I found out during the break that Kieran speaks very good, and like, I mean, like. Pretty I said much. One sentence. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Like you were like, oh, my grammar. You said in French, my grammar is like not great. And you said I heard one thing that you said wrong. I heard one thing, but that's still mad impressive. My my only other language. Well, sorry, apart from French and English, but the other one that I learned is not Arabic. I was going to say you were speaking Arabic earlier. No, it, that was gibberish. That well, it was Arabic. It I was, understood some of that. I went hello, hello, gibberish. how are you? Um, uh, God bless, God bless. Yeah, no, Don't be I, mad at me. no, I understood that. <laughs> Wait, did you also learn Arabic? And in- no, but my parents speak to me in about fifty different languages. Um, so I just because my parents have lived like everywhere, not just Africa, and so my mom's favorite words to yell at us are usually in Arabic or Nepali. 
get a lot of like yalla yalla yalla. Yo yalla, <laughs> yalla yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da, let's yalla, go. Yalla. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, my parents would use German when I was a kid if they wanted me, they didn't want me to hear things and they're Germans. I found out later like I thought they were like completely fluent. My mom's really good at languages. Like she's fluent in Japanese mm. from when we lived there. That's impressive. Cuz she wasn't working, so she just stayed home and was like I'm bored. Impressive. I'm going to learn Japanese. Yeah. She's like I mean my dad to be fair my dad's like that. Like he speaks fluent Nepali and fluent French and even like like he hasn't spoken Nepali in years and he could just get off a plane and then just go That's into so it. That's so impressive. Yeah. I just use French when like I'm out of school I'd use French like if like let's say like I I don't know like drop something and I was like I'm going to swear. <laughs> yeah. Pizza. I was like, I'm gonna swear. Fishy. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say in French. Now, someone might probably understand me. There were 67 nationalities in my school. Yeah, exactly. I but my, no, my principal won't. I had a lot of Italian friends, and they would, they would swear, and you can so Pizzani, and you're like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I actually spoke more French in Iceland than I have in a really long time, which was funny. Have you seen the? Have you heard around town how much French is going around? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It, it, Some, it's oh. just there's tour groups that come in, in like, the summer or whatever. There was someone... Oh, yeah. Someone in Iceland when we were at the Blue Lagoon, like, came up and asked to take a photo with us. Just some single man in his, like, 40s. And it was, like, four of us girls in swimsuits in water. And he was, like, just for my friend in Paris, and I started speaking to him in French. And it was very strange, but... That is yeah. odd. That yeah. is actually odd. It was odd. He wanted to, quote-unquote, make his friends in Paris jealous that he was here with us. And I was kind of like, why can't you take the photo without us and just make them jealous that you're here at all? Um, but none of us know how to say no. So we agreed to take the photo, but all, like, the water is, like, opaque. So we all just sunk down and had sunglasses on. So, like, you can't actually see us. Yeah, I was going to say, that is actually really creepy. Yeah, no, yeah. happens to girls. No, I'm sh- <laughs> no, I was literally walking, like, to here... I was just, I mean, to be fair, I mean, oh, I can't say this. <laughs> to people who know what I mean when I say I'm a secret agent, right, you've probably gotten it. Otherwise, most of you work here that listen to this show. Otherwise, if you don't, you know what I mean. Secret um, agent. Yeah, because we're contractually not allowed to say what we work in. What I work, what I work in. So I say secret agent. Um, I don't know. Isn't it a contract? probably have more security clearance than you ever will <laughs> so that's you funny. probably will i was I, asked if i could have like like uh um, oh, not even just in this building like i have a legitimate security clearance oh well we're I've gonna get with the military we're, we're gonna get <laughs> i like how you drop these as if like most of my friends weren't embassy i know and i've not had to deal with you guys like my well, entire this was life just from an internship. oh no fair this was not from like, an internship oh that's yeah, i had to get a security clearance because i worked in like the commander's building and it's oh a wow building that's actually okay. I thought you were gonna mean just like, oh, I had security clearance because like no, no, no. Dip, I, I, I was... have a ten-year security clearance for the United States of America. <laughs> right. Well, we'll go out for drinks someday, and you're gonna just spill everything for me. I there was nothing I've, interesting. <laughs> I I have one thing because my dad worked in um, electronics, <laughs> and um, and um, like I would get like like some of the people like in electronics like they've got like it's like you know, like Sony and different things would have, you know, different things that he would, like, try and, like, you know, not have to say, like, you know, different models. Like, there's a guy that worked at Apple and, like, you know, couldn't reveal, like, new things about the new iPhone. Fair enough. And um, I was just, as a kid, I just realized that, like, men who get drunk or, like, have a bit to drink spill way too much. (laughs) And I got, like, way too much information. Yeah. That I then applied, like, like <laughs> I got, like, some like someone who works here who, like... So I used that kind of, like, you know, like that electronics thing. 
I met a guy who works in security, like, in Edinburgh. Yeah. Uh, who works, like, in our staff. Yeah. And I was talking to him at a party. And I told him, like, oh, I get this information out of people, like, easily. And he's like, you can get anything out of me. Fifteen minutes later, he had spilled way too much. <laughs> and he goes, you, you know you can't tell us to anyone. Like, I'm not going to, but, like, I told you. And you're just like, like, from now on, he goes, you stop and told anyone. I'm like, no, I haven't. I'm not going to. Because I know you can beat my ass in, like, different languages. So... Yeah, as like the straw of the secure of the of the secure agents. Yeah, oh, I almost spilled it there. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Anyway, um, Kieran, I'm gonna annoy you okay. because it annoys me when people ask me. Oh no! Recap where you have lived. Okay, um, I've lived in Zambia. Is that where you were born? No. Okay, so- well, okay go from the beginning. <laughs> I was six weeks old when I moved there. I don't okay, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. So my mo- basically, my parents lived in Zambia because of like some complications and stuff. The embassy made my mom go back to the U.S. to give birth um, instead of going to South Africa, which I don't quite understand. Um, so she went back to the U.S. and then when I was six weeks old, we were on a plane back to Zambia. Okay. Um, so seven years in Zambia, um, moved to Madagascar. Um, briefly in the middle of Madagascar, moved to South Africa for like nine months um went back to madagascar um six years there i believe and then three years in kenya two years in the u.s and four years in scotland you've moved more than me yeah i'm <laughs> france japan oman scotland yeah <laughs> so i guess like how do you because you've not done well no you said you went to, well you told me off air you went to germany yeah right so I've, how did it feel moving like again were you just like used to this or oh yeah no yeah. i'm used to it i don't know i've because like obviously the longest i've stayed in one place is you know six seven years i just and also like my parents are divorced so i already moved between houses so i already like have stuff either like situated or just have stuff that i can move um so i don't know i'm actually curious to see like if in the future like i'll get stir crazy in one place like because like even my future plans like i don't plan for more than three four years ahead because that's just not normal to me like i don't that's know how if, i feel that's exactly yeah. how i feel i don't know if i could stay in one place forever like i think i'd feel weird i feel like i want because i call oman home because just because i guess the difference in you and me is that for me it was seven years five and a half years and then well technically i'm still a resident so technically eight years <laughs> it's coming on to eight years i'm gonna get my visa renewed so it's gonna be 10 years yeah in the end but um i don't know I, I feel, so, but then obviously I moved here. So I guess six years and then two years-ish. Yeah. But I had to go home for one semester. So I don't know. Like, I, I don't, like, I want to have, like, a home base type thing. Like, yeah. to me, it feels like, I don't know, like, the dream would be, like, to have a, a house in Oman. Yeah. That, like, home base. Yeah, not necessarily, like, not, like, to rent out or anything. Just, like, that's, like, my place. Yeah, that's, I get and, that. Like, so when I come back, like, because I obviously feel like, it's not, Someone asked, what's the, what's the, I was going to ask you this. What's the coolest place you say you live in? Like, what's the coolest? Of, like, in terms of just, like, somewhere to live? That you've, uh, that you've lived in, like, the countries you've lived in. It's I like, mean, this was cool. I like them all, but, like, looking back on it, like, Madagascar, obviously. Yeah. Um, I didn't take enough, like, advantage of it while I lived there, which is kind of sad, especially because, like, at the time, my dad briefly worked as, like, head of the World Wildlife Fund. And so he got to go all over the island, and, like, 98% of Madagascar's wildlife, plants and wildlife, are endemic, so they don't exist anywhere 
anywhere else in the world. And he got to go everywhere and see everything or whatever. Um, so I got to see some things through him. But I definitely want to go back, and there's so much more. That sounds that so cool. Do. Yeah. No, it's definitely, definitely really, um, really cool. Would you call that, like... I was going to say, because I'm going to annoy you with another question, which I know annoys, like, it annoyed me, as I said. What would you call home, or can you not call a place home? Don't call a place home. That's home, fair. Home is wherever I live. So right now, Scotland's, okay. Scotland's home, because all my stuff's here, like, my house is here. That's fair, yeah. Um, yeah, home is literally just, like, where I live at the at the time, because I, I guess my home is just mobile, because it's more about, like, the things I'm bringing with me and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I hate, like, if I'm not living out of a suitcase, then I'm, I'm probably at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah. Only, like I said, like, only because my parents have settled that, like, I felt like, okay, well, this is home now. Yeah. Well, like, my parents haven't even settled because my mom, she's been in Germany for four, three, four years. She's, she's leaving in, in, like, March. Um, and we don't know where she's going. Um, probably back to the US. And then my dad, um was pretty settled in the u.s like we thought like he's been there for quite a long quite a long time now longer than i think either of us had planned um but then he was like already talking about getting other jobs with like the peace corps and like having to live in the middle of buttfuck nowhere probably yeah um that like didn't pan out but like the idea of just like (laughs) he actually told me and he was like yeah so like this might happen like i've been moved through and whatever the process and he was like, so we might have to, like, rent the house out and whatever. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, I figured you wouldn't. And I was like, I don't. I have no attachment to that place. <laughs> yeah, to me, it was just, like, because my parents were... Because I was, like, kind of dreading leaving. But not, like... Because I knew I was leaving. So I was like, well, if this is the end of me living here, yeah. at least it's, like, me going to uni and not being, like, actually kicked out. Like, I chose <laughs> to leave, you know? Fair. <laughs> so, like, because Japan was, like, I was so sad leaving Japan. Cause that's the coolest place I've ever lived in. That's cool, yeah. But I would never call it home. Yeah. Like, that's somewhere I want to go back to Tokyo. Because like, we lived in the center of Tokyo. Yeah. Like, right in the middle. Ooh. And, like, next to the, like, I lived on the 26th floor. <laughs> and we had the Imperial Palace next to us. Oh, that's it so was, cool. We had a view of Mount... Like, it was... I don't know how on earth they found this apartment. Because <laughs> you have to understand that, like, my parents weren't expats when we lived in France. Yeah. We, they moved there. They met in... 19, my dad was married before. They met... Um, so, he, my dad's 19 years older than my mom. Yeah. Um, they... Div- he, 95... Uh, his first wife divorced. He met my mum in 96. Yeah. 98, they moved to France Aye. because they were like, I want to leave Belgium. I want to leave England. I hate it here. To be fair, you know, <laughs> I don't know if my brother's listening, my sister's, my half brother and half sister are listening. <laughs> but listen, it's not the nicest places. Personally, not a fan. Gone back every summer. Same thing in Belgium. Honestly, not a fan. So I can understand why they left. They're like, let's start in France. And then, you know, 2002, I pop out and I'm like, what's up, world? Um, but that's like we lived like in a tiny apartment. Yeah. Like it was like I mean it was like a nice like nice place. It was near Cannes in south of France. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice, nice, very sunny and everything. But it was like a tiny apartment. We did not oh, have yeah, like <laughs> my dad was like born like in like pure poverty. Yeah. In like the south of England. Yeah. Uh, my mum wasn't necessarily poor, but like obviously like not like complete not well off or anything. So like our life completely changed going to Tokyo Fair. and like we arrived in this like not massive apartment. This is, it's Tokyo, so like. Yeah. Anything that's, like, got, like, two, three rooms is big. <laughs> yeah, fair. So we arrived there, and it's, like, this view's got, like, Mount Fuji, and we're, like, what in what have we moved into? Like, <laughs> where's the butler? Like, what, what is this? And then Oman's got, like, never lived in the house, but Oman's got, because Omani families, like, in the Middle East, yeah. have, like, 
money. Like kids. Yeah. Well, like, and there's some money. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have that much money. Yeah. Like, if you're Omani, you can buy real estate everywhere. Yeah. And there's this area called Azeba, which is my friend, where my friend, my best friend, Leifs lives. And you can buy, like, four-story house. I don't know how many rooms. Like, six rooms. Probably, like, under 200K. Yeah. Like, it's it's insane, the prices, if you're Omani. Yeah. So I moved there, like, and we get put into his house by my dad's company and it's like yeah here he goes three floors and we're like what is this place yeah no don't worry about it no that one's like falling off no one touches that one's about to fall off yeah kieran just almost broke a mic if I anyone's listening from the studio touched it. she should be banned from this union i barely touched she should it. be banned from the students oh, okay. union yeah ban me from the union see how p feels about that <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get p on my show one day i'm gonna ask her but yeah i i, I like like having you on because like i'm like I finally have someone that actually understands how it feels to be, like, a third culture kid. Yeah. It's weird to explain it to other people. I've actually found it more interesting, like, especially when I moved to the U.S., because I moved to the U.S. when I was 16, never had lived there before, went to a public school in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, of, like, and it was a class of, there was, like, a thousand-something kids in the school, 300 kids per class, which is the biggest I've ever been in. Um, And I sound American. And the number of people who just did not give a shit about where I was from was really interesting. Mm. Like, you'd say you grew up in Africa and, like, that'd be it, end of conversation. Or they'd ask if I'd seen Mean Girls. I get that one all the time to this day. Have you seen Mean Girls? Yes. And then the second question I get, is it hot in Africa? No. Like, Like, it's actually less hot than it is, like, in the summer in the U.S. Because... It's a constant temperature all year because yeah. I live on the equator and at elevation. So it's like 25. You don't all get year. seasons. You don't get. At- you have rainy and dry season. You don't have other weather. You get rainy season, dry season. The farther north or south, like South Africa, will get colder and whatever. But like, yeah. not much. <laughs> so I just like, yeah. And then the conversation will like end. They don't ask where in Africa. They don't like. It's is really it because they don't care or is it? I don't know. It was really interesting because it wasn't what I was expecting. Like, I was expecting to get a million questions. Oh, yeah. Some of the teachers didn't even like care they just assumed that i was american they didn't even ask like oh yeah when like and it's rare not to get like new students as well in those kind of schools and so like i thought more people were gonna ask no one did and then i didn't offer because i was like it kind of feels like you're bragging but you're not. yeah it's yeah. weird like yeah my first year because i didn't like obviously didn't know like it what was covid say? times yeah and oh, you didn't really know fair. like and so you meet people in tutorials yeah and now they were like where are you from <laughs> yeah but i don't really like have anything else to say and then yeah. obviously like because Middle East, it, like, reflects everything in the tutorial. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, it's just fun. I got a personal experience about it. I didn't realize I didn't shut up about it. And, like, oh, back when I'm like, wow, I should have absolutely shut up. Like, oh, I, I, I ran my that. mouth way too much about I that. I talk about it as well. But I like to bring in my perspective because a lot of my tutorials with IR tend to go very, like, Eurocentric. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, like, I do a lot of terrorism stuff. And even just, like, last semester, we were doing a lot and i was like talking about westgate which was like an attack in kenyana mall and like i'd been there for that and stuff were not, you in the... i was not in westgate i was not okay i was i was in kenya oh wasn't that like uh 2013 20 yeah yeah um it was just the anniversary of it yeah um, i remember hearing about that yeah no it's not the anniversary it was netflix i was like on netflix one day just looking and there was like this video there was this documentary someone's made of it using actual footage and i just like it didn't sit well with me so i I don't like that um there was one girl from my school who was in the mall and she was killed um i didn't really know her personally but i had seen her that morning um oh that sucks yeah so we were we were in kenya at the time and we were um 
we were driving, we were out, we were on our way somewhere else, but, like, I know it kind of shocked my parents, because, like, that's a mall I've been to and would just go hang out with with my friends, yeah. like, um, and stuff, but then, like, people didn't know about it here and, and stuff, which is always interesting to me, because... And stuff, so I would like be bringing that up, and like it ended up in like our class of what, like 10, 15 people. Like, half of us had had like quite personal experiences with terrorism, and my teacher was like, I don't know if this is worrying or not. <laughs> like, yeah, terrorism is the one thing that like people, well, especially like the you know, I mean, the old, the old European folk that I'll meet like when I go back to Belgium and stuff will ask me, they'll be like, You live in Oman? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> have you had like you know, bombings and things? But wrong place. <laughs> I know Yemen's on one side, but like <laughs> wrong place. Like, yeah, the, the generalizations big, yeah. are really uh... like the biggest like security threat we had in a mall was when one guy decided to like bring a knife and then stab like a security officer. Yeah. But like that was like the, like big news. Like that was like massive yeah. news. Like, but like I was like, but if you, that could happen in Dundee, and people like, that oh. could happen anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Was, like the U.S. has fucking shootings all the time, and like. To be fair, there are things that I say that, as they come out of my mouth, I'm like, this is going to sound insane to someone else. But, yeah. like, I was like, oh, they're like, how is living in Africa? And I'm like, oh, it's literally normal, because, like, they obviously expect yeah. you to be like, oh, I'm in a hut in the middle of nowhere, and, like, I don't have internet. And you weren't in a hut? No, I didn't no. grow up in oh a hut. Oh, my God, that's I don't, crazy. I don't know how to talk I to, I get the like, mud hut one a lot as well. Don't talk to lemurs. Like, um, I would wake up with my alarm, get on my school bus, and go to school on my paved roads with my computer, like... It really just is a letdown. Wait, you mean people. that developing countries actually have some sort of infrastructure? I imagine. Too fair. I was asked if I'd been on a camel before, and I was like, yes, that, well, actually, that, that does happen. Then I have to then explain, and I'm like, oh, well, sometimes there's, like, traffic jams because of lions. Like, like, Yeah, yeah, we had that with camels, yeah. Yeah, because in Kenya, like, there's Nairobi National Park, which is right in the middle of the city, and it's not fenced at all, like, it's just surrounded by highway, and they kind of, like, that does generally keep the animals in, but, like... Some of the lions like to go out and lie on the pavement of the highway because it's warm, of the tarmac, and then you you can't fucking move them. So you suddenly no. have like a three hour traffic jam because lions are sleeping on the highway. So there's things that I say. And there are units like, as well. It's not like <laughs> I mean, I'm not obviously saying like advocating for like someone to run over a lion. Absolutely Don't not. Run over but a lion. no, absolutely not. But like <laughs> I'm saying, if someone was like that stupid. Oh, it's happened where the lions will get out, and the thing is like the villagers were like aggravate it and they've had to put a couple down for that um i don't know why the like off like the whatever park people don't carry trank guns but it's it happens yeah that sucks um, we have goats goats cause, cause <laughs> a big problems oh yeah no we have goats in the middle of the city oh, not yeah. in my area well, have you been to like india in nepal uh, no i i've been no, i've been to nepal okay. i i'm i'm going You've to india yeah uh Kathmandu, obviously and then we went to pokhara which is like near Anapurna. No, I, I know. I go yeah. to Nepal all the time. Oh, really? So my brother's Nepal- Nepali. He's adopted from. Nepal. Oh, okay, yeah. My parents met in Nepal. Um, oh wow! Okay. So we go. I loved all the it. Time. I loved it. Yeah, I love Nepal. Um, but yeah, the fucking cows, mate. The yeah. cows are in the middle of everything. <laughs> it's so annoying. We had to, I saw a monkey steal something from someone. Oh, like, that happens everywhere all the time. I got the only ever time I've gone. Well, I don't know about like when I was a kid, obviously, but like the only ever time of my conscious memory that I've gone food poisoning was in Nepal because I ate the ice cream. Uh, all of my all of my I friends mean, have gone food poisoning so in Nepal. My dad did um, Peace Corps there, mm. right? So it was hardcore. This was like yeah. in the nineties. There was is this, this after pre nineties? Like, is this the after the the this is during the Civil War they had, right? With the map. No. no, is this not? Okay. After. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, but, like, he was in the middle of nowhere, like, days walk from, like, bus or anything or whatever. Like, ate half a chicken a week as protein. Like, 
and he was so ill <laughs> just like and he like to this i think he once tried to blame it on ramen noodles to try and get me to stop eating ramen noodles he was like these got me like airlifted and I, my mom was like no you had dengue fever like it wasn't the fucking noodles <laughs> but actually yeah the worst food poisoning i've had was in kenya the worst my dad's had was in madagascar because he ate something that i didn't want to eat because i thought it looked weird and he said i was being a pussy and took it off my plate and then was out of commission for four days, which left me as, like, a ten-year-old to fully translate for my stepmother and my brother because neither of them spoke French and we were at, like, a hotel. <laughs> no, my dad in, in Thailand decided... Because uh, my dad likes spicy food. Yep. And he, his biggest ego... Th- Dad, I know if you're listening, I mean, it's, well, it's like, almost midnight, but you, I know you like to stay up. Um, Anything spicy. <laughs> yeah, like, my dad's ego comes from spicy things. Yeah. And that's the most dad thing he my does. My dad's the same. My yeah. dad's the same. And we were in Kanchanaburi. Yeah. And he gets this this um this curry, right? And it's got like peas on it. Oh no. And I instantly because like I don't know, like I grabbed one like as like on the holiday, I was like nine. Yeah. And as a you know, boy, child, the boy was like, I'm gonna play with this food and be like I'm like, that doesn't look like a pea from the inside. Like yeah. why is it white on the inside? Oh no. And my dad's like, like eat it. I'm like, absolutely not. Like I did the same thing. He's like, absolutely not. I'm yeah. gonna stick with whatever I have here. And he said, like, oh whatever. Like, I'm gonna have it because like I'm a man and stuff like that. He has it. Obviously, like, I was stick as I was like, but I've got half siblings, but they're yeah. older than me. So I I was an only child pretty yeah. much all the time. And I'm just sitting in this room, and the man just like kept on running back and forth from the toilet. Like the entire like, we wake up in the morning, like. He obviously wasn't hungover, but, like, he had not slept. Oh, yeah. And I see him, and I'm like, how's the peas? And he goes, do not talk to me. Do not at all talk to me, please. Yeah. yeah. No, food abroad. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, was I got it on a class trip. Oh, I got yeah. on a class trip. There were 80 of us. We went to the Masai Mara for a week. No phones. Staying, this is in Kenya, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, in Kenya. Staying in, like, glorified tents. So not really tents, but, like, they were big enough, like, we each, there were four per tent, and you had a cot, and, like, there's, like, big space, right? So it's not, but, like, there's no, like, it is still camping, there's no plumbing. Like, your bathroom was a tent outside, which, when you walked in, was literally a hole in the ground. That was the toilet. Um, there were 80 people. We all ate the same meals, all ate the same food. I was the only one who got food poisoning. I think you got poisoned by, like, somebody. The only else. one. Two days, I was out of commission, with no plumbing, mind you. Waking up my poor friends who were sleeping, like, next to me because uh, my one friend, bless her, she's got, like, two younger siblings. So every time I would start to throw up, she would come up and, like, sit with me. Um, And with teachers who had no idea what what the fuck to do, um, they were, like, trying to give me, like, Pepto-Bismol. Like, eventually they had to, like, get on the phone to my mom to ask her what medicine to give me. (laughs) Like, that's the worst food poisoning I've ever had. And I'm sad because it made me miss, like, the best day of the trip, which was, like, hanging out with the Maasai and doing stuff. Oh, that sounds really cool. I know, I was annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that sounds like you got poisoned, though. That sounds like someone, like, physically... I, maybe. I feel like... I, do I know... I know... Do I know anyone who would have poisoned me in eighth grade? I don't think so, but... In eighth grade? Do you have any en- enemies in eighth grade? I have people who tell me that we were enemies, but I don't know why. Um, and I don't want to ask, so... Well, they definitely poisoned you, just saying, like, I, they're the ones. I don't know, I'm still in touch with him, maybe I should talk to him. <laughs> Did you poison my food in 8th grade? Did you give me food poisoning in the Maasai-like village? I know. <laughs> no, I mean, well, did I have any other questions to ask you in terms of that? I asked it, no. Yeah, the concept of hope, hope, hope? No, oh. I'm not that, I'm not a 
No. Hope. The concept, the concept of, of hope. Home. This is going to get real philosophical and <laughs> no, sappy. I wrote the con- <laughs> concept of home, which I guess we covered, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel weird. I don't know. I feel like happy that I've got a home now, but not that like I. Oh yeah. Aww. Not that I can. Not that I can. Well, I'm gonna. How do I? Another way. How do I phrase this without any? I'm not planning on working there as a journalist. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. No. I just. I, I think I'm gonna focus on. on I, I wouldn't. Wouldn't say it's great for your. She said lifespan. She said that. No. She, Yo, R.O.P. R.O.P. Mm-hmm. Remember la- last time I said something that I shouldn't have, and I take it back. R.O.P. is the Royal Man Police. Yeah. Well, last I... time I said something and I shouldn't have said it. Right. That time. I that's all Kieran. That's it. all Kieran. It's not me. Come, that's time. Come for me, Oman. It's. Fine. I don't. You still make me wear headscarves when I go around public places. Actually, I don't. Well, in like Saudi. Well, no. There's places in Oman where you do, but that's mostly like mosques and stuff. So. Oh yeah, yeah. The you. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say. To be fair, yeah, the Grand Mosque is. Have you yeah. been to Oman? Um, I've got quite a few friends who've lived there and they went on a trip there um, but I didn't go wait what graduating class in high school were you 2018 you have friends and they're American well I've got one who is from the Gambia okay then there was no one from Gambia no. and another one who is American yeah you, what was their name because you don't Cassie sound Cassie Irish you know Cassie Irish she lived in Kenya her sister Hannah was in my yeah, yeah of course they did <laughs> Did yeah. their dad do tech at your school? I don't know. He was tech at my school. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Welcome to being a third culture kid. Yeah, uh, I, ha- her sister And the other Hannah. one was Khadija, but she oh, no. was... Um, I think she went to the same school, but she's got a little sister as well. But I was waiting for you. I was like, she's going to say some like, random name, like Dave Smith. I mean, I don't. I haven't talked to her since... Oh, I've not, ta- Kenya, I've not talked to Cassie like, ever in my life. Like, I, I know she is, because like... I, fo- I follow her on all her social media, so... Yeah. So her sister <laughs> Hannah... Yeah, I know Hannah. Okay. Yeah, well, I she'll probably be like we Cassie, were. In... Cassie and I played football together. This is so weird. <laughs> this is so weird. This is like um, Gabby uh, in CS. She um, we started talking to each other because she was, I was just oh, whatever, and I found out she was French. I'm like, oh, I went to a French. I went to like was born there, whatever. And obviously, like, I was like, I'm born there. It means me nothing. Mm-hmm. From different parts, and then suddenly she goes, yeah, like uh, I remember, like I went to a French school in Tokyo, and I went. <laughs> you went to a French school in Tokyo? She's like, yeah. I'm like, how old are you? My age. <laughs> like, well, she was she year she year older than me. Yeah. But she took gap year, and she was like, I'm like, wait, Kyoto or Tokyo? She's like, Tokyo. Like, what? When was this? And it just completely overlaps. And I go, oh my god, that is so weird. Insane. <laughs> I then go and ask my parents, like, can you take a yearbook and like find her name? Yeah. And they find her. Yeah. I saw like, is this you? She goes, yes, that is me. That's insane. And the teacher she had that year was the teacher I had the next year. <laughs> See, I'm actually surprised I haven't found more people I know at this school. Um, there's quite a lot of people I know who go to Edinburgh. But there's only one that I know who went to one of my schools um, here now. But he's the only one that I think I know of. To be fair, like, there was this other guy that's on a, some committee and we were like talking about it for the committee and he grew up in Kenya, which I knew, but he didn't know about me. And he went to friend me on Facebook and he just went, Oh my God. And I was like, what? He's like, we have like 40 mutual friends. And oh yeah. Like, Ju- yeah. Julia. Um, well, yeah. I know she's still station manager, but she, um, she, what is it called? She well, like suggested to me on Facebook. He said mutual friend. Yeah. I clicked on it expecting mutual friends to be St. Andrew's people. Yeah. 
There were, but the first one that showed is a guy called Arthur, who's who I knew very well in Tokyo, and his little brother was in my class. <laughs> and the, I came here to decorate the studio. Yeah. And I went, by the way, this is going to sound really weird, but do you know Arthur Labreche? And her eyes just went, I haven't heard that name in years. He was my best friend in high school. I was like, how the hell do you know about him? I was like, nah, fun fact. That's really weird. I mean, I'm not, like, close to Hannah at all. I know, I'm not close to Cassie. No, but that is weird. Because like, our school had 42 people in a grade. So you probably yeah, had... I've been in smaller and bigger. Yeah. Kenya was about 60 to 80. Um, Madagascar, anywhere from 12 to 18. Wow, that's why I didn't go to French school in Moscow. Well, the, th- the thing with Madagascar is, like, because obviously the French school was massive, so we were at the very small school. K through 12, 250 people. Wow, okay. And we were all on the same, like, everyone everywhere is on the same campus, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a time. That is, that is, because we had, our whole, the whole school was 700, I think we got to, like, 900 one year, but it was, like, overall 700. High school was 180 the year I graduated. Yeah. So it was... Like, it's, so it's obviously, like, well, I graduated during COVID, but, like, it's pre-COVID when the year started. Yeah. So it wasn't like that, but the, the, the only real mass exodus we had, because you were talking about how earlier, like, how you had to evacuate. Yeah. The only evacuation I've had was when there was a big earthquake in Tokyo and tsunami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was there for that. See, I was in Thailand for the 2004 one. Oh, my you, I don't like I'm not, I don't like that I'm hanging out with you because I just feel like something's gonna happen. Some like, disaster. Yeah, like were I mean, you there when I've like un- unscathed? Were you there when a meteorite hit like the St Andrews Union? I'll be like, yeah, I was a Kieran. <laughs> happened again. Yeah, but I, I just stick with me. I come out fine. Exactly. I just, I just happen to be near these events. I just don't. I'm never in them. To be fair, we were in Phuket, so it was hit, but not that hard, and we were on the beach, but. Wait, so you were there, like, for the exact, like... Yeah, no, we were there when it hit. Because we were overlaying from Nepal. We'd been in Nepal. We were staying in Phuket for a couple days and then taking a flight out. And um, I, like, threw a fit because I was an annoying child. And because my dad wanted to go to the beach. And, like, I didn't. I wanted to go to the pool. And my mom was still lying down at this point. And she felt the tremors. But she thought it was just, like, plumbing or something. Mm Because your mind doesn't immediately go to tsunami. Yeah. And so... My dad eventually, like, relented and was like, hey, we'll go to the pool. And we stepped outside, started walking towards the pool, and just saw people running. Um, and, like, like we, like, the place we... Do you we, fully remember this? Like, no, is this, like, I don't remember okay. a single thing. Okay. Um, to be fair, fun fact, my memory, I don't really remember anything before the age of 10. So... That's fair. Trauma. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, we went there. It goes <laughs> real dark. Um, but, yeah, um, but, like... We were able to just, like, we basically all, like, went up onto, like, a balcony of a top floor, and we were fine, so it wasn't, like, anything yeah too bad. But we did, I do, my parents have told me that, like, because we were supposed to fly out the next day anyway, right? But they were evacuating the, like, island, and my parents told me that, like, walking through the airport was some, like, post-apocalyptic shit, because everyone was there in their bathing suits still, like, cuts bleeding, like, it was Jesus. insane. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, obviously, mine, like, Tokyo wasn't that bad, because... Yeah. I mean, well, it was <laughs> oh, like a nine magnitude earthquake is yeah, like the only re- the only reason like like we were unscathed is because Tokyo and yeah. earthquake infrastructure. Yeah, fair. So that, obviously, I fully remember it. And our apartment was like, this is how good the building. Like our school was like built obviously like two standards, but like a bunch of windows were cracked and stuff. Uh, you know, like uh, I remember like one of the beams was like like 
kind of like just like you know like to prevent cars from going around it was like fully like twisted yeah but that was it for a nine match it was pretty good yeah we get back we're expecting like the cupboards are falling down yeah. like books on the floor one card my birthday <laughs> my, my lightning queen birthday card for my ninth birthday <laughs> had fallen on the ground <laughs> That was it. That was like yeah. the only thing. But it felt. But then we had like all the aftershocks. But that's not. Yeah. The only op- security threat we had in Oman was. Um, oh, what was it? No. Well, we had one time. Well, the oil prices fell, and then like eighty people left our school. That wasn't like security. No, that's not security. No. The only other thing was. Um, what was it? You. I, you probably know because you do US. Oh, I should remember this. It's not that long ago. I do. There was what? some. I was gonna say because you do like ter- like ISIS and terrorism. I think there was. Oh no! It was, uh, yeah. I think yeah. It was when Trump had probably angered like oh, like some. I or some out there the was some Shia Trump Sunni thing. There was some Shia Sunni. Something had been said, and people were pissed off in the Middle East. Yeah. But Omanis didn't really care. Yeah. As usual, they don't give a shit because they're not Shia Sunni or Shia. Yeah. But like someone wasn't like we just had a bunch of like soldiers in our school like u.s soldiers yeah and it was very weird because i don't know maybe you like i don't know did you go to school have like security and stuff yeah i grew up with people with ak-47s outside and i never thought it was weird yeah no but for us like we didn't have that so like because oman's like the most peaceful country in the middle east yeah well i mean madagascar is not exactly not peaceful but it was also just like I mean, in Kenya, they, I'm sure, had arms, but they were much less overt. And in Madagascar, they just full-on had AK-47s. And the funniest thing was we would look outside, and, like, our school was really shit. They've since moved, but, like, when I went there, it was all on rented property. So it wasn't, like, like, it was just, like, in, like, alleyways to people's houses and stuff. And so, like, there would be one guard sitting by, like, the one door. And my man would literally sit there, AK-47, butt down, like, the, like, yeah. what's the word? I don't even Opening mean. up and just rest his head on it. Just, that's just how he would spend his day. We all would look at him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, but well, that was normal, so. On that note, um, I would talk to you for hours because it's been really interesting, but my show's going to cut off in one minute. But I had a great time talking to you, Kieran. Thank you. Come back anytime, so you're leaving in December, so please come back anytime. It's been really fun. I'll sure, I'll be sure to bring some Oman information to please do. really throw you under the bus. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you will. Uh, this is Bob Seeger and Night Moves. Listen to the show on Spotify, follow the Instagram, blah, 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 blah. I don't have enough time. Bye.